A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for laughter, self-reflection, and a breath of fresh air. All Trails Plus helps you plan your next hike so you can relax and enjoy the journey. Discover new trails near you with the distance away feature and get immersive trail previews and offline maps so you can take those exciting first steps with confidence. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23. Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft Theater here in downtown Los Angeles. Ooh, Ant turned into a plant. There he is. <laughs> Captain Planet, he's our hero. That's how, that's how you're coming oh, in there? Oh, man, my man. Uh, it was a it was a good night for my guy. It's a good good night of boxing, and I, and I feel like we should just let the people know. Yeah, you've been saying Sean stopped doing the podcast. Sean's not here you doing got your the podcast, wish. so you got your wish. So if you hate it, you did this to yourself. If you love it, you know the Carson <laughs> Ant and Zytel podcast way will be on the way soon. Hey, the B side Sean is still here. Let's uh, thank you, A Sean, on the podcast, guys. Right. B-side Sean is a pretty good way of looking at that. Yeah. I mean, it might be more like C or D-side, but, you know, with two guys, there's only two letters. So, yeah. I'm And B- you're still solid. You're still solid. Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, nah, nah, we, we love we love both Sean's, but the other Sean is a couple weeks away at this point from, from mm-hmm. the fight. So, time to shut it down. And this will probably be the last you hear from us. You know, keep keep your eyes peeled for that. But, yeah, last night. Big night in boxing, undisputed, unified. Hey, Sean, you was there. What you see? Uh, that was great, man. Just great, great energy. Canelo is a superstar. Um, those fans, they came for a coronation and they got it. Canelo didn't yeah. disappoint. These fights have been like concerts lately. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he did his thing and... I guess, I guess, should we get right into the fight or should I start I was, off? I was going to say we can maybe like, just... Uh, you know, I like to run through at least the undercard, at least to touch on it. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Elvis Rodriguez opened it up. He said, hey, top rank, you dropped me. I dropped my opponent. So that was a good a good debut on top on the, the PBC side for Elvis. Brought the guitar back. Oh, yeah. He looked good. It looked good, man. Shout out to PBC giving that guy a shot and putting him straight on pay-per-view. Yeah, we, we were laughing. Ant and I were laughing about that yesterday. It's like gets dropped from one promotional company and the new one comes in. They're like, Hey, not only are we going to sign you, we're going to put you on the biggest possible stage in your debut. But what do you think I tell how, how did, how did young, young Elvis look? I thought that those two gave us the perfect kind of opening fight for a pay-per-view, right? Like that's, you want to get started with uh, an exciting fight. And they did Juan Pablo Romero was a 14 to know he was a good fighter he wasn't bad at all and he was touching elvis up early and really landing that left hook to the body you know the mexican fighters are known for really well and i loved elvis's composure he uh he didn't he didn't panic he he was he lost some of the early rounds to get the fight started but he took his time he got his distance and he started started walking him into his power really beautifully um, you know, Freddie Roche said he was going to have him work on his combinations and he let his hands go more than when he lost to Kenneth Sims. So I thought he he really his counterpunching was kind of good as the time went on. He got hit less. He made adjustments. He grew in there by the end of uh, what was it? The fifth round, Carson, where he finishes him off. Yeah, he would. He was better by the end of the night than when he began as a fighter. So it was a make or break time for him. And he did good. And he reasserted himself as a real top prospect at 140, just that, that was a good fight. Yeah. And he, he wasn't even with top rank. He wasn't just like a guy that lost and then, you know, gets dropped. He was like somebody they were really hyping up. Like it was this electric young star. He loses the fight to Kenneth Sims. And they were like, Oh yeah, way too many losses here. Get out of here. with Just one hey, loss. But th- that's Bob for you, man. Bob was old school. Like yeah, one he, loss, and my man's done with you. That's like a vi- that's like a movie or something. Yeah, it, it was it was it was crazy. Yeah, and uh, I'm happy, Elvis. What did you think? I tell uh, as far as you mentioned, Freddie Roach. Is that what you saw? Maybe the most impact from Freddie was was the combination punching. Yeah, Freddie. The one thing Freddie's known for for being great at as a trainer is on the offensive side. He's going to make sure you let your hands go and that you're you know you have some. Uh, um, 
you're dynamic on offense. You put combinations together. And Elvis just kept looking for one shot against Kenneth Sims over and over again. It made him look so sluggish. In this fight, he let the fight come to him, and he let his hands go more and more as he found his range. And, yeah, he just, he just let his hands go more. And that had to do with fighting a fighter, an aggressive fighter from Mexico, whereas Kenneth Sims was athletic, was a, was, had more of a, a boxer style. But yeah. I just think he learned – he fell in love with his power, getting those big one-punch knockouts on ESPN. And Freddie got him to use some skills, use his skills again and let his power work for him. You know, don't force it. So that's and I believe that was something Eddie Reynoso was a little upset with it, uh, with Canelo in the main event is, you know, don't fall in love with your power. You know, let yeah. your skills, your skills and your power will do the rest. So um, he did really well. Elvis Rodney. Yeah. I'm happy. Very, very nice. Opening did, the pay-per-view. Hey, did Elvis lose on a uh, majority decision or a knockout? Decision. Decision. Okay, yeah. Decision. Okay. Yeah. Damn, the Bob dropped him. Yeah. He That's was like, wow. man, if he, if he had got knocked out, Bob would have dropped him in the ring. But that was, yeah. I, it was a really nice. He was undefeated to that point. Yeah, and, and undefeated. And like I said earlier, he really, it wasn't like he was just another prospect. He was a guy, they were like, hey, look at Elvis. He got the guitar. He, you know, blue suede shoes, mm-hmm. the whole nine. But, um, yeah, no, it's a good way to open it was telling you to stay tuned for, to try to keep yeah. you going through the undercard and say, coming up soon, Elvis. Oh, no, nice knockouts, you know, so. Um, <laughs> I'm knockouts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, nice performance. And then Ray Vargas was back, another extremely tall guy at, uh, at 126. Um, came back from a broken leg as well, which he – we talked about before we started recording, breaking your leg in the mountains. I feel like it's one of the last places you want to break your leg. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. But he, he was back. He, he looked good. Um, he's, I, don't, I don't think you're going to watch a Ray Vargas fight simply and be bored. Where's uh, the good- second, be- second best fight of the night? Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. It, it was one where, and we've talked about this before, where it's not the quality of the fight sometimes, but it's the... Um, I predict almost predictability. Like if you keep seeing the same thing every round where that uh, doesn't get boring, but you're just like, okay, like I know, I know what's going to happen in this round. Cause it happened in the last round. It happened in the last round. It happened in the last round. So I think that fight got to that point a little bit just cause, cause Vargas was able just to, to touch him up. He wore some big shots though. <laughs> he was light, lighting dude up, but he was, he was wearing some shots himself. I thought he was a little sharper in the first half of that fight than the second half Vargas was. And even though he's undefeated and had a number of title defenses of 122, me, you know, I, me and you talked about him fighting Navarrete. I would favor Navarrete in that fight. Um, yeah. and, and again, no disrespect to Vargas, who's a good fighter, and he has such a great trainer in Nacho Berestein. But I just get the sense watching this guy that when someone's able to really step inside of those long arms and get in range, he's, he's going to get KO'd, and it can be – uh, a brutal KO because he's a tall guy and sometimes that, that chin stays up is used to using his length against smaller guys in these lower weights. And I just feel like uh, an Oscar Valdez or someone like, or Emmanuel Navarrete um, could maybe take him out. So, but until then, I think he's what, 37 to no now. Or, yeah. But yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can't really complain much about the record, but yeah, I, I would agree. And I think maybe at 126, the power, will get there, but it wasn't there really yesterday. It was a lot of offense, but, and uh, I mean, it was a very one-sided fight, so let's not pretend like it wasn't, but uh, kind of projecting out, I think the power needs to get there because of what you're saying, where he was getting hit with some shots, and I'm like, oh, no, better guy might be, better guy might be doing some damage on you here, but he wants to, he wants to fight Gary Russell Jr. Yeah, How he feel about test that? himself. Yeah. Well, go, first off, where are we going to find him? Oh, they're gonna find him in Maryland for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know how that fight goes. I think. I, I think Gary wins. Okay. So let me preface with that. But I, I'm not sure how it goes in the sense of if Gary's able just to get underneath the, his long arms, like Zaitel said, and, and kind of just work on the inside. But because obviously Gary isn't that tall, but I think Gary wins. I would like to see it. It would be again all action fight for sure. I, I think Gary's athletic enough to get inside. Yeah. No question about it. Is that his DNA? You know, is that his DNA? Like, is, is Gary Russell a pressure fighter? 
You know, as, as even though we know if he's in there, he's got beautiful hands, feet, and combinations. He could tear 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 people's ass up when he yeah. when, when he get does his thing. But is it in his DNA to be like Canelo last night and go forward and go stalk the taller guy and get inside? With I think his his DNA is more you know a speedy guy who boxes a little yeah. bit. And, you know, he explodes with combinations, but I I just wonder if um. If that's something Gary's, you know, would be comfortable doing stylistically. Yeah, I wonder. I I wonder if it would almost have to be out of necessity, though. If he's if he's fighting a guy that that has that kind of reach and is that tall, if if he maybe started out on the outside and is like, yeah, you know, I can I can do what Gary Russell always does, and then at some point maybe he says, all right, I can't just be on the end of these shots all night. I got to get inside. But uh, yeah, there'll be a fun fight. Who knows? Of course. Who the hell knows if Gary Russell's gonna fight him? Who the hell Gary? Who the hell knows what Gary Russell's gonna do? We're always tuned he's in. Still, he still haven't got stripped yet, huh? No, he's. I'm telling you, right, right when he gets the message, right when he gets the letter that says you have <laughs> to defend your title, he's like, oh, oh, he stretches out, cracks his knuckles, and Just he's like, all enough. Right. Yeah, he's like, all right, I'm good, I'm, I'm well rested. <laughs> he, he hibernates, <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, and then moving in the oh. the co-main, we had and the dog, the other and the dog. Against and the uh, end dog fight his way into a Caleb Plant fight. Whew, well, he, doesn't f- he doesn't want to fight Caleb Plant. He wants he wants only the only the winner. But you can't get knocked out by somebody that winds up their uppercut like that, like it did yesterday <laughs> against Hernandez. Like he literally wow. did a cartoon. Like, yeah, he hit him with the yeah, yeah. It, it was a good performance. I, I don't think it was. Yeah. It was. I I don't know. I didn't watch that. Maybe actually, let me let me backtrack before I even say anything. After the fight he had, where he has the draw with Kyron Davis, I did need to see that from Anthony Durrell, where it's like, That's okay, true. you're in there against a guy who you are uh, levels above. Do what you have to do, and he started off the fight with like a super fast flurry, and yeah. we all were like. Is he going to stop him immediately? And then he kind of took his foot off the gas a little bit. But uh, yeah, no, I I thought it was a good performance. Yeah, he. I thought first of all, three knockouts in twenty one fights. Man, what an overmatched opponent! For I mean, yeah, I, so that's capable. serious. We joke about Sean's power. That is serious lack. <laughs> that's a serious lack of power. Yeah, I know. No, no, no uh, this the one. <laughs> they really wanted to showcase Darrell, and they, they they did just that. Um, yeah. Was a beautiful uppercut still, but I felt like Darrell, um, if he wanted to, could have could have been uh, sharp and used his his skills more. But he was like, "Let me just let this guy come in and think he's doing something. Let him think he's accomplishing something, getting rough on the inside, so I could just get get him out of there with one bitch. Yeah. Let him walk into it." And I, that's what I felt like he was doing. It was it was kind of uh, kind of funny to me. You know, if he wanted to, he could pick him apart and, and use the best of his skills. But I'm just going to let him think he's accomplishing something here and get rough with me yeah. just so I can set him up for a big shot. And yeah. and not that not that I think it was going to be a close fight or that he's going to have thoughts back to that, that Davis draw. But he probably was thinking, why am I even going to stretch this out? Like why? Like he could. I think he could have outboxed him easily. Uh, right. I think Darrell is just a great fighter. So I think maybe he was like. You know what? I don't, even, I don't even want to waste time. I don't even want to mess around, have this guy gain confidence, like you said, and then somehow I'm in the eleventh round, looking like, wait, what's happening here? But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, and we'll get into Canelo's next fight. And, and I mentioned Anthony Durrell is very clear and said, I don't have any interest in fighting not for a belt. Like I'm at the end of my career. I don't know if it's a Canelo fight. That's why I asked. Hell him. no. Yeah. You saw, you saw awful about fighting the loot because I'm, I'm saying, well, here's the thing. If Canelo wants a homecoming title defense in Mexico, then maybe that is maybe he goes with Anthony Durrell. You know, if yeah. he, he wants what's considered for him uh, an easy fight, everyone else, Durrell's a pretty, pretty formidable fight. So Absolutely. he can get it there. I felt like you, you should build up this plant fight because plant is going to need to come back against a good opponent and Anthony Durrell would be perfect. So I, I would love to see him fight um, Caleb plant coming back from this defeat. So. 
And, and, and you know, the guy that Anthony Durrell fought last night actually supposed to fight our guy that's joining us right now. Oh, so yeah. Mosley, the sugar you know, man. Things that go the right way. Yo. So, you know. Or sweet. What's going love, on, man? You're not going with that. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Yeah, How you about up, to man? talk some Canelo plant last night? About to get oh, okay. into that. We just got a Hernandez Durrell. So Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Shane. What what are initial thoughts on Canelo's performance last night? Um, I thought it was a great performance. Obviously, um, he he got the knockout at the end. I think um, this has kind of been his pattern, kind of fill the guy out in the beginning, let him burn out some some uh, energy, you know, invest to the body. And then when when it comes to the later part of that, uh, the fight, he, he puts on the the hard punches and, and gets them out of there. And that's what it, what it kind of proved to be true yesterday. Um, I think um, Taylor Plant boxed very, very well early. He did some really cool things in there. And, you know, it looked like he might have some success uh, if he could sustain that. And then we saw, you know, I mean, it, it kind of, he lost steam going into the middle part of the, the fight. And then the last part, you know, unfortunately, he got he got clipped with a good shot and couldn't recover. So, yeah, uh, and, and that was it. If I, I if I know, I was gonna say, if I know one thing about Canelo fights, it's that I know <laughs> the scorecards are gonna be crazy. Because I saw right. a lot of people on Twitter that were like, I had Plant like people I trust very much their boxing IQ. They had Plant wide, that they had Plant by a few rounds, and I'm yeah. like. And I thought I thought Canelo was maybe up by one, maybe two, probably right around that range. But then the scorecard has him winning six straight rounds on on the unofficial scorecard. What did you yeah. have, Zaito? What did you have? Because you're making faces over there. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I had it eight rounds to two for Canelo. I just did you really? Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I don't look that stupid. Wait till I say what I said. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I don't. I think that's. I don't know. I, I saw somebody that. The way they broke it down was very concise. They said, so wait, Canelo can pressure his way into winning rounds, but when Triple G fought him, he couldn't pressure his way into winning rounds. So it's just because Caleb was clearly outboxing him. So, I mean, what was he getting credit for? And it punches on gloves? No, no. I felt, I felt a lot of his shots. He was landing to the body. And I felt a lot of his shots. Canelo punches so hard that he could connect partially. And it does more damage than Caleb landing a good, clean jab. I just felt every round he was landing the harder shots and uh, controlling controlling the fight. It was you mentioned earlier, like how every round just started to play out the same in Vargas um, uh, Ray Vargas's fight, and that's just what I saw. It was like, okay, you know, Caleb's he's moving nice, right to left, left to right. He's boxing well. He's using his levels with his jab, but Canelo's. Canelo's hurting him every time he t- he gets him to the body. He's just landing the harder, more meaningful punches, the more damaging punches. I thought that a lot through the Kovalev fight. And the inevitability of the KO is connected to that. The KO is inevitable because he's winning. And these rounds might – I think a lot of people expected Plant to get blown out, and I, I knew he was going to do better than Billy Joe Saunders. So I'm not grading him on this curve everyone else is grading him on. I'm not surprised – that he's able to be competitive in there, but I don't actually think he's winning most of these rounds. That's just how I saw it. I actually thought the six to four scorecard was too close, but I know. Did you really? Yeah. 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 And that's my opinion. But yeah, think, I mean, yeah, that, that was actually my score, Sean, six, four. I just felt mm-hmm. like the rounds, it looked like on paper, it looked as you watch, it looks like Caleb is killing him, but I felt it was all tap shots. And I felt like when Canelo landed, he was landing something big. And at times, when he would counter uh, Canelo, Caleb was getting some stuff off. And rounds like that, I would give him a round. But I just felt like it wasn't big enough stuff to gather his respect from Canelo because he just kept coming. And then I, I always said, once he got relaxed and felt like, oh, this is not this is not bad as I thought it was. I, I, he got tired, but his level of concentration dropped a tad bit. That tad bit is all it took. How'd you that have a score, Shane? Um, I had it scored um, six four, like Ant uh, for Canelo. Um, I agree with you. Um, I just um, there might be a little bit of bias, right? Me and uh, uh, Caleb had the tra- same trainer at one yeah. point in time. I understand that type of boxing. 
Um, and like, I, I get it. So like, you know, like to me, when I was watching it, it was like to the game plan. That was what they were trying to do and what they were like mm-hmm. trying to be effective at. And at times he was v- being very effective. But like you said, um, when, when Canelo lands a shot, it, it does a lot of damage. It's like, it's like shooting with a 22 or, and then <laughs> somebody shooting a shotgun, right? You're yeah. like, yeah, that shotgun did way more damage. He might have shot with, I mean, a whole bunch of times with the 22, but that shotgun did way more damage. <laughs> I think the shotgun won, you know what I mean? And it's kind of <laughs> like that, you know what I mean? And and it, it, Canelo's fights kind of remind me of Manny Pacquiao. I remember being at a Manny Pacquiao fight and like Manny Pacquiao was getting beat up. He faints and then the whole crowd goes wild. Oh my God, he fainted. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> whoa. You know, I mean, the judges are are, are are human. You know, what I mean, they see that. They see the the electricity. They they see the energy that that, that person brings when they bring it, and they're like, "Wow, that." You know, I mean, we need that. So, um, in order for you know, Plant to have really won, he would have had to do a little bit more, even to get something like a split decision. You know, what I mean, like from what it was, even where it was going and how the scorecards were. I mean, he would have had to knock Canelo down and win all those rounds very, very decisively in order to have gotten like a split decision. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was, it was pretty relevant where, I mean, it was, it was understandable where that the fight was actually going. Uh, but we did get the knockout from Canelo cause that's kind of like to his game plan as well. You know, I'm yeah. you out, tie you out and waste the last minute to put on the, the real, real heavy stuff and gets you out of there. And yeah. Um, yeah and I, yeah. I, I, I think I agree that the, it, there was almost an, an inevitability to it, like I mentioned. But looking at the scoring yesterday, I mentioned this last week, but I don't know how you can beat Canelo then. I have no clue. Not to say that somebody can't beat him. Like, I don't think David Benavidez or one of those guys could beat him. But, like, the, what I, the crisp and clean punching I saw from Caleb, and he's not winning any of those rounds, I'm just like, so Canelo can punch him. So the, the punches can be slanted heavily towards Caleb. Canelo can land partially, but because he threw it harder, he just wins the round. And that's kind of how it is. Hey, Carson, you up against it. You up against it. And and that just just might be the thing where you're just, you have to have a crazy performance. Because, like, I thought that, I don't, if somebody told me right now that Caleb was winning that fight, I I wouldn't personally disagree with them. Just because the defense, I think the crisper work was, was Caleb pretty clearly, in my opinion, obviously. Canelo made it so we didn't have to worry about the scorecards, but I just feel like looking back, I'm like, yeah, I, if, if you, if you can box that well and win, what did the one judge have winning like two rounds? Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. what else you, I don't know what else you can do. And he, he was clear up on the scorecards with all three jur- judges. Yeah. Right. So I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm glad you knocked him out to be honest. Cause just based on the scorecards, yeah. cause then I would have yeah. been sitting there like, really? You got, you got them getting blown out. Yeah. Well, you guys know it's different to scoring a fight live than, than on TV. So of I am yeah. being, you know, some rows back watching live. So I'm sure if yeah. I watched on television, I'm going to appreciate a lot more of what Caleb Plant did. Yeah. But, yeah just, you know, I don't know. The impact of the shot is different live. Right. You no, know? no, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm sure that uh, the impact of, of some of Canelo's shots uh, last night were probably pretty pretty like eye-opening you know what i mean so it's like you you see that and you see that a guy is hitting him a lot and it's not really making him move it's not really making him respect him it, like he's getting hit with these shots and he's still coming forward so like if you're watching as a judge or as somebody that's, that's there you're like well like yeah i saw it land but did it really like land you know what i mean and yeah. I, you know what i mean but like on tv you could see those like crisp shots you just you just see you you just thinking like Canelo's just a beast you know what I mean like he, I mean shoot he did it against uh Golovkin he, I mean even the, se- the second fight with Golovkin I mean he was walking him down and we all know Golovkin could punch <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean so with that and even, said, and even yeah. to go back to that first Golovkin fight because what you're saying makes sense but like flip the roles because Golovkin was walking his ass down in that first fight yeah. wasn't affected by the punches but still, still didn't get the decision. But so it's almost like draw, Carson. Yeah, but it's almost draw. like it's almost like Canelo fights. It it's like fight night where you have like a, a gauge of how hurt they are because it's like oh well he didn't land clean but his power but his his health right. went down a little bit so it's like okay it was a bigger shot than a jab which doesn't really do much damage. 
Hey, hey Carson, it got to the point, I don't know you guys too, uh, Sean and Shane. Uh, I felt it was uh, reminding me of Javante David versus Javante Tank David versus uh, Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. He yeah. just said, F it. I'm coming inside and I'm going to hit you with something. It, it, it's to the point where Caleb wasn't putting up, it didn't have enough on his shots. If Caleb right. has some stopping power, he may have gained his respect, but who knows? This this motherfucker is solid. Yeah. Like, uh, Triple G didn't gain his respect, so. But hell of a hell of performance by Caleb Plant, man. Hell of a performance. Absolutely. I, I definitely think his stock, went up. His stock yes. went up after this fight, for sure. I think yeah. um, uh, he'll be able to say, you know, get respect from, from people. Not that he necessarily needs it, but, like, yeah. he'll, you can say, like, hey, he did better than most of the guys that has been in there uh, in the last <laughs> four fights. Bless you. You know what I mean? And, so, <laughs> and 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 it's one of those things we've talked about it with other fighters. But like losing to Canelo isn't the worst. Like nobody's like yeah. you lost to Canelo. What a bum! Right. It's like oh, you lost to the best pound for pound fighter in the world. But exactly. Uh, what would you think? That loss gets us, gets us some fights we want to see though. For yeah, it, I want to and, see and, and with some dogs. I know you mentioned that you you knew Caleb was going to do better than Saunders. What did you think? Obviously, you had Canelo wide. But what did you think of Caleb's performance? I thought he, I mean, he just boxed really well. I loved his movement. It was, uh, he would go, you know, just his right to left, left to right. He wouldn't let Canelo get set most of the night. Um, at times on, on the ropes, the shoulder roll worked for him. At other times it didn't. You know, not everyone's Floyd Mayweather and has blessed with that ridiculous, re- freakish reflexes he has, you know. So sometimes other guys get clipped doing that. But his defense was sharp. And I, I, I've always loved Caleb's jab, you know, it's just, he, I love how he works his levels with his jab. Um, and, and again, it's, you know, for me, it's more like, I knew this, I knew this guy could really box. I knew this guy could yeah. fight. So, so I'm not as surprised that, that he performed um, as well as he did. I'm happy he, he made a lot of money and he made a name for himself last night. You know, um, you know, he just went up against a guy who's not just great, you know, but he's a legend, you know, Canelo yeah. might, Canelo, if we're going off accomplishments, it's a good chance he's the greatest Mexican fighter of all time. But in boxing today, it's, it's a little easier to become three, four division champ than it was when, you know, Julio Cesar Chavez or Salvador Sanchez was around. But you could already uh, easily claim that he's the greatest Mexican fighter of all time. So Caleb did his thing, and, and I'm yeah. happy able to give a good account of himself. So let's just go around, around the room here. Who do you want to see Canelo fight most next? Who starts me? Whoever feel yeah, Shane, you're the guest. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think the the most logical thing to to do would be to fight Benavides, who's fighting. Uh, I mean, granted, he uh, Benavides wins his next fight uh, this yeah. this uh, upcoming weekend. Yeah. Um, I think that that would be the fight to make at 168, right? And I think that you know, obviously, everybody would be pushing for this. This was on kind of a like a PBC type of um, situation anyway. So it kind of would make sense if, if, if they had kind of a, uh, a couple fight deal with, with them. I'm not sure if that's in the works or whatever the case is, but uh, usually they do stuff like that, especially if you're fighting their champion. So I would assume that, that this would be on the, the horizon, right? If, if uh, Benavidez does what he needs to do, why not make this fight? We got two Mexican fighters that really, really fight that yep. can knock anybody out. Um, this is kind of the, a fan-friendly, exciting fight it's for also, again, for all the marbles. You know what I mean? And um, I think that's a great fight. And then, obviously, I think also if, if if you know, Wilson really wants to put himself on the map, he goes to 175 and cleans out that division, which yeah. some people mm. think that he can. Mm. Yeah. So, That'd be crazy. I mean, I mean that would be that would be crazy. I I I, I mean, I'm not it, saying that he doesn't have a, a good shot, but I mean, it, it's, it's a tall a, task. It's a yeah. I mean, when you talk about the guys, that, you know, the Bivols, the um, the I can't think of better be a, You know, what I mean, the, the guys at 175 that are are you know serious. But uh, Smith moved up to 175, completely destroyed the, the guy he fought, and. I mean, see what Canelo did to him. So it was like, if that could happen, you know what I mean? Like, shoot, we don't know. So yeah. uh, we'd love to see it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just excited as a, as, a, as a fight fan and to be a part of the sport to see somebody daring to be great and even greater than they already are. So absolutely, that's uh, really cool. What do you think, Dan? Did you? Or Shane, go ahead. Or Sean. What's that? Uh, you guys, I tell? 
you ever work with uh, David up in Big Bear? Did you guys ever spar or anything like that? David Benavides? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we sparred twice. Uh, not at, not in Big Bear, but uh, I sparred him once at Wildcard and then once at uh, Wildcard West, which is now Churchill Boxing. Um, we did just a few rounds. We didn't do nothing uh, crazy. It was it was actually um, um, he right before one of his fights. So like he was already in L.A. and he, he just needed a few rounds to stay sharp and stuff like that. So we, we did some rounds and uh, he's a very, very talented guy. Very, very quick hands. Very, very, very quick hands. So uh, I think that he and, and he punches hard. So I definitely feel like he would be somebody that could that we get a great fight from because Canelo has to respect him. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. not somebody that I feel like he can easily walk down and that will, you know, just be afraid of his power. You know what I mean? It'd be like kind of the equivalent to a 168 triple G fight. You know what I mean? It's something like that, you know? So I think it's a, it's a very, very fan friendly fight. And I think that's the fight that PBC should put on. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? You agree, Zaitel? Is that who you want to see next? Oh man, I'll make no secret. I think that's the best fight in boxing, and that's the only guy that, if anyone's gonna knock off Canelo, is Benavidez. And and to to to, to unpack it for a sec, I, I don't think um, Canelo, you know, coming off becoming undisputed in all these fights, and I don't, I'm not so sure him and Reynoso are gonna want to just go right into the most dangerous guy they can get into. Maybe not for their first fight back in 2022, and maybe not even for their second fight back in 2022. That Charlo fight might actually be a little more sellable right now. Charlo's been in the public longer, and and that fight in Cowboy Stadium is so sexy. You know, Charlo will talk it. He'll make it a good promotion. He's from Texas, so he'll have some fans in the crowd. He's not going to have as many fans as Mexican fans and Cowboys, but that that would be an electric event and an electric fight. So bring that on first is is how I feel. But the Benavidez fight is the toughest fight out there. And I'm crusading for David on this one because I, I worry that the WBC is going to designate Canelo as a franchise champion and then allow David, instead of fighting as mandatory Canelo, to fight for the WBC title while Canelo is designated. There's just something I worry about. And another thing I worry about for David is he's such a dangerous fighter and he brings nothing to the table for Canelo yet. He's not a household name and he doesn't have a belt. He doesn't have a belt, I think, in part because he's a 175 pounder making 168. And and he he he's the mandatory for, for better be Evan, yet Marcus Brown gets the shot. I feel like that should be David in there with Arthur uh, Arthur Better BF because he'll beat him, in my opinion. And then he cuts Canelo off at 175 because, like, Shane, Shane just told us, at some point he'll probably want the WBC strap at 175. Yeah, he won the WBO there. But if you're Floyd, if you're De La Hoya, them guys win the green belt when they yeah. win, win it in multiple divisions. So I feel like... If David could have, could fight the better be a Brown winner, he cuts Canelo off. If you want that fourth belt and gotta go through division, me. gotta see me for it. And so yep. that's just my thoughts on it. That's how I unpack the situation. I'm, and that a fucking fight. Yeah. 68, I'll tell you what, 168, I got Canelo. 175, I got David Benavidez in that wow. fight. I like it. What do you think, Kent? Yeah. You're along the same lines there? Yeah, I'm along the same lines. I like seeing Demetrius Andre. Honestly, uh, mm. Demetrius, I feel can move. Uh, give, give, give Canelo hell. Possibly have more power than uh, Caleb Plant. The only I would love to see the David Benavides fight too. The only thing that scares me about David is he don't have the feet to move, and Canelo gonna run, run around his ass. And Caleb just, I mean, David's gonna stand there and fight all night. And I think yeah. he could take a big shot trying to give a big shot. Uh, I like Demetrius. I just love everything he got, man. The guy's a natural athlete, a boxer. I think he'll make an interesting fight. The, yeah. He has he they haven't built him up right, so a lot of people don't want to see the fight. Besides, real boxing fans, and most likely we're not going to get it. Just to be honest. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like David David uh, Benavides is the best chance we got. Yeah, and and yeah, Canelo. The whole back and forth with Boo Boo, I think, would make it funny. Uh, Boo Boo's chin is what worries me a little bit about that fight. So I, let me start my answer with one thing. I okay. absolutely, 1,000% do not want to see uh, Triple G and Canelo again. I just don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never want to see it again. Everybody's over that. Really? 
I think, I look, no I think at any point in time, that's a great fight. Like, at any point you in time, that is, look, like, it's almost like watching, like, Tyson Fury and and, and Deontay Wilder. Deontay. Like, we already know what's going to happen, but, like, I would love to see that fight again, especially after what I just witnessed. Like, I would I would watch that fight again just because it's like, that could happen again. And it's, I think and it's, Canelo and it's, blows him out. I think Canelo I, I smokes him. I feel you. I feel you. But I think that, yeah. that Tyson Fury just demolishes Deontay Wilder again. But it's and, exciting. And, exciting wise exactly, last Exactly. Exactly. Because right, both right. of them are going to fight. Now, 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 would I say that I would pick that fight over any of the other fights? Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, but if they were just like, yeah, we're going to do this again, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Canelo has gone up so much since their first right, fight, right, right. and Triple G has done nothing but decline. Like, I think Triple G probably lost to Dervianchenko. So I'm just like, he. I think Canelo was the better fighter when they fought those two times, even though I think Triple G won the first fight. But then Canelo just continued to get better, and Triple G has gotten worse. So I don't... I don't want to see it. I know Chris Mannix and Coppinger have been trying to peddle that. Not interested. Sorry. Not 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 here for it. Um, I, I, I think you, I, I good. I don't want to see Charlo. I don't think he stands a chance. I give Charlo seven rounds. Really? What I seen from his I think last that might fight, be likely though. I see what I seen from his last fight, that guy almost dropped him in the last fight. It took everything Charlo had to survive that. That dropped the stock to me. The last especially fight. if if Charlo if that's if that's uh, Jamal's first fight at sixty eight, that would be all bad. He needs to get it in there and fight somebody. I know Anthony Durrell. Uh, he's kind of not a gatekeeper, but he's like the measuring stick uh, there right now. Hey, it's like, hey, on this on this episode, he's a gatekeeper because we threw him in there with everybody. Yeah, I'm just because he's he's such. I think he's just such a solid fighter. So like, if you're Charlo, fight fight Durrell. If you if you Get in there at 168 and you blow them out. Hey, you were ready for the weight. Maybe we were wrong, but yeah. I just think going up to 168, you're in the new weight, and it's like, oh, hey, by the way, you're fighting the best pound fighter in the world that can has has power. So um, I think that might happen, though. I I just I want the Benavidez fight to happen so much, and it just makes so much sense. But I. I have a feeling it's going to be something. Boxing don't make sense. Yeah, it's going to be something off, completely off, off the trail. Like I, don't, I don't know who exactly, but it's going to be some somebody <laughs> random. I think. I think one thing with Charlo though is he at least brings a physicality to that fight. He's, yeah, he's strong and a good counter puncher. Right, he's a good counter puncher and he's a strong counter puncher. Yeah, yeah his jab, his jab is heavy, like the Lovekins was but and then just with the triple g thing like shane shane was saying why you still want to see it it's like what you said carson is true canelo's gone up and he's clearly gone down but i remember thinking that with pacquiao and marquez right before their third fight it right. maybe sometimes it's just no matter how you know no matter what if for some reason if you put these two guys in there it's gonna be a tough fight Maybe that's a, a possible scenario with Canelo and Triple G. I'm not sure, but I just remember Manny and Marquez. It was like Manny moved up, knocked out Cotto, knocked out De La Hoya, and Marquez was still this lightweight. And it's like, okay, this third fight ain't going to be like the first two, but turns out no matter what, when you threw him in there with Manny, Manny had I think he, I think he would punish Triple G. I think he punished oh. him. I'm not even sure if he stops oh, him. I, he, I, I just think he's so... Canelo is really like he's at his peak right now. And I think his movement in Triple G is a, he's a step slower. His punches are like a second slower. I think Canelo gets him going. He's side to side. And I think he just punishes the hell out of him the entire fight. I think I think he might stop him late. And Triple G has the granite chin. I don't, think it would be, I don't think he would lay Triple G out. But I think the, at some point the ref would just say, hey, it's just too much. Hey, if he stops Triple G... What a knockout! Yeah, I think to the body. I think he breaks him down yeah. to the body. Iron jaw, but you yeah, know, hit him to the body. Yeah, you can't have an iron iron body. <laughs> but and I think for Caleb, we don't we don't need to dive too deep into who he might fight next. But I don't think uh, Shane mentioned it earlier. His stock went up, so I think whenever he's healthy and ready to get back into it, I, I still put him against pretty much any of the ones too. Fighters. Durrell, yeah. uh, either one of the Durrell brothers, actually, I think would be would be uh, a good fight. You know, what I mean, we'd be able to see kind of that like progression of step up, but somebody that's kind of you know on the way down per se. Yeah. Not not necessarily. I'm not you know downing them, but like you uh -huh. know, like they're, they're not at the peak of where they used to be at. 
Um, so you, you kind of get that, that, that bridge. So I think that that will be either one of the Darrell brothers or, you know, somebody else at, at 168. Um, I would love to later on see him fight like a Billy Joe Sanders or even, a, um, well, Cal Smith moved up, but I think that would have been a good fight. Yeah, um, yeah you know, I mean, there's a lot of good fights out there for him. David Morrell, right? Yeah, yeah. David Morrell, he's going to be special. But uh, we keep mentioning Benavidez. He fights this weekend. Kyron Davis, I think. More power to you stepping in there, Davis. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's going to be a long night work for for Benavidez. I think I think this is a statement win for him, and I think he. I think he puts puts the the foot to the pedal pretty early there. And calls off Canelo immediately after the fight. Yeah, he after should call out Canelo during the fight. He should he sure. should be he's he should be wailing on Davis going Canelo, this is you next. I mean, I, I mean, is he technically crazy. the the lineal champion at one one sixty eight the WBC? Is he technically the lineal champion right now? Wow. I know that that's a common term in you know you know the lower weights other than the heavyweight division but i mean he lost the belt on a you know on something not a, other than a loss right yeah so w- wouldn't he technically be the wbc champion he, so he was the, the number one guy like the ring didn't have him as the ring champion and so he he was considered the top super middleweight before canelo moved up but uh technically he never was the real champ so okay Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, I think he I think he makes makes pretty quick work of Davis. And another interesting fight, uh Gabe Rosado fights Jaime Munguia. Yeah. For for Rosado, I'm really happy he's getting the praise that I think he's he's not received in the past. But I think One it may be a, fighters. It may be a little bit too much because he has this big knockout win and everyone's like, is this a second win in his career? Let's throw him in there against Jaime Munguia. And I'm like, was a good knockout but he was losing that fight (laughs) so and he got uh, dropped yeah so i'm like i'm not sure this is like a resurrection but uh you know he looks better i think he might have beat daniel jacobs that was a a bad performance by dj but uh what do you think any overall yeah freddie roach Roach. yeah any thoughts on that matchup mungi and rosado Guys got it. Anyone? Shane. Anyone at all? Shane? Yeah, yeah I, I got it. Um, yeah, I think that that's a, a good fight. I, I do agree with you. I'm not sure how much he has left, but but he did show his veteran, his veteranship, I, I guess you could say. He yeah. showed uh, his craftiness and his timing. You know what I mean? He may not have to, he's not the fastest guy. He's not the, the strongest guy, but he knows how to time guys. He knows how to use his body. He knows how to use, you know, different crafty stuff. And yeah, you could say that Daniel Jacobs had a bad night, but you could say that that's the genius of Gabriel Rosado. He couldn't yeah. do, yeah, right. Exactly. Like he made it that way. He made it, he made it to where that like, he couldn't do anything and, uh, and made him feel like there wasn't an opportunity. So uh, with that being said, you know what I mean? He does have that going into this. And so um, I do think that I would probably give the upper hand to uh, Monkia because he's younger, fresher. And, you know, I mean, he's he's really, really strong. But, um, you know, he's shown kinks in his game before. And, and you know, with a crafty guy, um, he could set him up and, and, you know, make some good work out of this. I'm not saying that, you know, I think that yeah. he could win. but Good uh, step you know, up, maybe. Yeah, it, it, it's a really good fight, and I think there there could he could pose a problem. You like the matchups, I tell. I agree. Yeah, I pretty much agree with just Shane. Um, like it, it's it's a winnable FU, fight. For, uh, huh? I guess F me an ant, but that's fine. <laughs> oh no, we didn't get to your guys. <laughs> He's like, I just I just agree with Shane. He's like, I know. I didn't let it go. Go ahead. I was bullshit. Go ahead. No, I didn't. I didn't get to hear your guys' uh, uh, real thoughts on the matchup just yet. Just I also you. just agree with Shane, <laughs> but. Yeah, well, thank you. Fellas. If I got to hear what, what Carson, you know, I got to hear you guys. I can't agree with you guys. Didn't give your uh, go ahead, Zaito. But uh, oh, you got me feeling bad, man. No, um, it's a hey, say somebody, so look, hey, guys, got, look at his hair. Yeah, look at his hair. Great, you got great hair, hair. Zaito. No matter what they yeah, say about you, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, got, how do you like the matchup? I get clean cut like Shane, man. Get the. Anyways, yeah, you know I mean, hey, hey. <laughs> he knows what he, Shane knows it, but no, I um, he got better skills than uh, fighters with a better record than he does. You know, Rosado has always been crafty. He's always got skills. He 
that Philadelphia, it looks like he watched some Bernard Hopkins in his day, you know, he's, he's, he's definitely wow. always has some skills. Um, but, but uh, Mungia has had some awful defense at times in his career. So I'm sure Rosado will be able to, to, to get his good work off. But on the other side, Mungia is a really good offensive fighter. You know, yeah. he's, he puts together really good combinations. He's got solid power in both hands. He's got a great left hook to the body, lets them hands go, throws a lot of punches per round, doesn't get tired. So he should handle his business. I think he'll win this fight. But, you know, he better, he better start improving at this level. And Rosado's the exact kind of guy that can give him the, uh, the growth he needs in this fight so he can finally fight a Boo Boo Andrade or, or a, a Jamal Charlo. We know that fight's probably not happening, but like a, yeah. you know, a Boo Boo Andrade, it seems like that's on the radar because they both fight on the zone. And this is, this is a good fight to get him ready for, for uh, Boo Boo Andrade. Yeah, I think this would be a good fight, like you said. I think for, I think Mungia wins and maybe stops him, but I think this is a good one for Mungia to figure some stuff out, figure out your defense. Mm-hmm. And, and how to be offensive against a veteran. Like, Rosado's been in there with everyone. He's won some. He's lost some. He's been knocked down. He's So I think just being able to, to piece that together and kind of fill in your game a little bit, I think will, will be important for McGee, who's still extremely, extremely young, uh, for especially kind of going up there. But, uh, and did you have any overall thoughts there? Yeah, but I've been a Rosado fan for years. When he fought uh, uh, the guy with Floyd Mayweather, they got robbed. A few times, but uh, he's been in wars. Me watching his career, man, and the offense from what's the name? Uh, Mungia. Mungia. Now I think this is a fight that retires Rosado. It could be. He goes off into the sunset and comes back and be a hell of a trainer, of a commentator. Yeah. A guy knows the game of boxing, but the body's been through too many wars, and I think yeah. this finally gonna catch up with him. He's gonna, just gonna kind of push him yeah, off the edge. Yeah, this is. I feel like this is the one. But I feel Which like is no slight to him because he's yeah, been boxing guy, forever. Yeah, he knows. Hey, what, what, y'all, what, do you, what do y'all think about if uh, Mongia uh, beats Rosado, he fights Canelo? What do you think about that fight, Canelo and, and Mongia? The defense. Yeah, I think I think Canelo. But but, but the offense though. I mean, he has yeah, he, yeah, he does have yeah. an incredible offense. He did yeah. he did uh, pierce somebody's lip. I mean, teeth through their lip. You know what I mean? Oh, you, know what I mean? Like, oh, you remember that? Like, yeah. Um, oh. So, I mean, I mean, I think I think it's a very fan-friendly fight. I do think that, of For course, sure. that, that Canelo would win. But I think, you know, if he does a good performance, I mean, you know, that wouldn't be a bad, you know. Not at all. Fight, yeah. You know? yeah so, not at all. And so I think we before we get to uh, we'll close on on Crawford Porter in, our, in honor of our absent friend. So question for you, Shane. In addition, we'll ask what you got going on. But we see a lot of these offsprings or, I mean, grandsons or sons of fighters, you know, Nico, Nico <laughs> Ali Walsh, um, Holyfield son. How difficult is it to be that young in your career and have those kind of expectations? Obviously, your dad was a boxer, I think, from what I'm told, uh, you know, right, right, right. One of the great. What, what is it like kind of starting off having having the target on you? I mean, you know, like there's there's guys all the time that have targets on the back. I mean, it doesn't it, it doesn't um, mean that you're necessarily going to feel the pressure or whatever like that. That's for you to discern, determine, um, you know, what type of pressure you are going to going to accept from everybody else, uh, because really that that's not a, a pressure that you need to concern yourself with. Like right? honestly, if you're a fighter, you just want to you got to worry about being the best fighter you can be. Forget what anybody else has to say or what the, what your grandparents or, you know what I mean, or your dad or whatever the case is. It don't matter because you're not them and you're not fighting for them or to be them. You're fighting for yourself. Obviously, you have a connection to this game and you have a, a deep connection with, with people. So obviously, they're going to – everybody finds connections in things. Right? It's just human nature. If, we, you know, you see, you know, something, you're going to be like, oh, man, I remember when I was this and I saw that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, they're going to make those connections. So – but connections are important when we're talking about selling something, right? And we're talking – and we're, we're entertainers. So obviously, when you have that ability to sell something and you have that connection, to people you want to be able to to use that and that's going to come a little bit of pressure because you want to be able to perform and be the best you on that night when you need to perform um but 
I don't, I mean, it really just depends on the person and what, what, what they can, can deal with and, and things like that and be able to compartmentalize uh, those situations. So hopefully um, I would love to see these guys do great things, man. Um, and I saw some great things from both, both of those guys. I mean, Nico, yeah. he showed a, a good right hand. He showed some power. Um, you know what I mean? Obviously he needs to work on that. Now, Evan, Evan Holyfield, man, that, that kid can really do some things. I really uh, am excited to see him progress. And I know that the team at, um, top rank has a, a really good, uh, matchmaker and, and knows how to kind of groom them to, to go in the right direction to be able to be, uh, at the top level. So hopefully he gets moved well and, and Nico as well, so that they can progress and be great. Like, like their family members because that's why they're here. And this is a hard sport and, and yeah. it's a hard life. So um, hopefully they, they, they get the most out of it and the best out of it. And it looks like these guys actually have what it takes. Making a name for themselves. Anything coming up for you? Um, nothing at, at the moment. I was supposed to be fighting uh, November uh, 13th on the Mogia uh, and uh, Rosado undercard. Um, the fight fell out. But, um, but you know, uh, they working. hopefully always working, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, at the, the end of the year, we'll be able to get something uh going, and uh, I can I can let you guys know what I got going on, <laughs> and you'll be sweet and low at that point, too. But that's a discussion for another time. <laughs> All right, let's let's go. Big fight coming up two weeks uh, from now. Uh oh, uh oh, Sean Porter, Sarah Crawford. How, how do we feel, boys? Feeling good two weeks I got, out. I got I got Porter by 30 second knockout. What? 30 seconds. Woo. Uh, Out of there. Hey, now they all chill. Stop playing. Stop playing. Chill. Stop chill. Playing. Chill. Hey, chill. Hey, I'm just playing. Stop playing. Just playing. That's my feel? guy. But you feel good, Ant? I, I feel real good about this fight. I feel real good about this fight. I feel good about Earl Spence, but I feel real good about this fight. I ain't going to say nothing wild on here, but we had yeah. conversations behind. But, right, uh, right. yeah, I feel yeah, I feel like Sean's experience for this moment. I've uh, been in world championship fights. Big moment. I worry that the only fight, fight that I really felt like Terrence has fought at welterweight that's been a really tough fight for him was Mean Machine, a guy that was still had something. All the guys he's got, Kel Brook, uh, ben, uh, Benavides, he was injured, Amir. Amir Khan. I just felt like those guys were shot and on their way out. This yeah. is his first time fighting a great boxer, a great welterweight. And from on paper, Terrence Crawford looks like the goddamn truth. Yeah. So can you prove it? And Sean Porter will be there to test you, your yeah. heart, your soul. Be Every second fight. of the way. You, it's going to ask yourself, do I really want this? When, I've seen when, people, go ahead. Go ahead, Ann. i just seen uh, guys in fights. Danny Garcia, i just seen guys in fights. But Danny Garcia, for example, I've really seen a look on guys' face like, this motherfucker. He's like, just not going to stop. Don't stop. He's just like not going to stop. Like the young guns no can't stop, won't See, stop. I just, and no yeah. matter how old this guy gets, it's like Sean just chilling in this prime, just yeah. chilling in this prime, not losing stuff, gaining. And, you know, I got to roll my guy for this one. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you guys. So uh, the, the one um, I, I think it's going to be a really good fight, no matter how it goes. I, I, Sean, Sean's just never, he's never in bad fights. But the one yeah. thing I, I, that I've I've heard consistently in this buildup is. Yeah, well, I saw, you know, the way Bud was able to f- handle Jeff Horn. He's a physical guy. Jeff Horn is nowhere near the athlete. <laughs> no Sean. Sean he hasn't, yeah. doesn't have the movement, doesn't have the speed. So, okay, so he's a big guy. I guess you're making that comparison. And then also Felix Diaz. I'm like, yeah, again, pressure fighter, but not the athlete of Sean, not the speed of Sean. So I'm like, if you're using those, well, he dealt with those guys, so he can deal with that. I'm like, yeah, those are two very different, different guys there. But I think it's going to be interesting to see. Sean is, and I, and I know people have mentioned Sean is difficult to time. People think, oh, you can just counterpunch him because he's a pressure fighter. But to counterpunch, you have to time. And Sean can change his rhythm up so well that I think it's going to give Terrence, yeah, it's going to give Terrence trouble as far as trying to time that. When he's able to time him, again, I think it's going to be fireworks. I think those guys are going to be going back and forth. My biggest worry is time. Sean has never been hurt. He, I mean, he obviously been down a couple of times. He's never been hurt. So everyone that's like, oh, he's going to stop him easy. If he's, if Terrence Crawford stops him, all of us will come in the next show and tip our caps because that's all you Damn can do right. at that point. Because that's a, that's a statement. Hey, you go to 11 round of Earl Spence, Sean Porter, and, and see how hurt Sean was after the Yeah, that's what, oh, he got knocked out. But yeah, he got up, hit his gloves together and said, let's go twice. 
and then through, right. then just go into a show. And, and, and that's and that's the thing that I was going to bring up, right? Yeah. Is that one thing that I love about this fight is both of these guys are insanely competitive, like insanely. Yes. And both and they both are mean when it comes to how competitive they are. They're not just competitive and just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to beat you. They're competitive like, I dare you. Like I like I, I I you cross this line I dare you you know what I mean like and and that's one thing that I love about this fight and I don't know if I know that uh, Sean has had that on the opposing side but has Terrence you know what I mean and and I and like you like you referenced I I don't know if they had that level of competitiveness like like how Sean has I mean I mean when you go down the list of all the guys he's been in there with you're gonna see an experience gap on the two, in my opinion. So with that being said, I do feel like Sean has that edge. And uh, I don't think Terrence is, but I think the judges and I think the people that surround themselves that, that are going to be surrounded uh, by, you know, Terrence or, or, or Terrence is going to be surrounded by have that mentality that, you know I mean? You're just going to watch this guy. You know what I mean? He's, you know, he's lost all the guys that he's gone up, you know, gone up to. And, and, yep. and, and uh, when he raised up his level, he, he lost to. Um, so you're going to have these guys. And so when they see something different, they're going to be surprised. And um, is his, is his team, is his coach going to be ready for that? You know what I mean? That he didn't bring what we thought he was going to bring. Right. So, um, I do think that uh, Sean has that edge when it comes to that. And also, um, man, when, 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 when Sean is on you, that guy is on you. Yeah. It's like nothing you've ever been in the ring with. I've been in the ring with a lot of guys. And I'll tell you, man, there's nothing like Sean, Sean Porter's pressure. That guy is on you and he is stuck to you like, like super glue. <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, yeah, we've seen, you know, Bud be competitive and fight guys off and, and be mean in there, but can he do it with Sean? And I'm not really sure. I actually, uh, you know, bring my dad's, uh, uh, uh -oh. in. So I got it. I got to bring my dad in there. Uh, I, 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 yeah. I, I, this is from, this is from, from, from uh, sugar, sugar shame. Mostly he, he yeah. thinks that, um, Sean Porter can knock out Terrence Crawford late. And this is, this is, this is from him. Um, I, I, I do think that Sean will wear him down. I'm not sure about the knockout, uh, but I, I do think that Sean wins just by, by breaking him down and, and, and winning the later rounds and just being rough. Uh, and also coming off that roughness with some boxing and then going back to the rough stuff and yeah. going back to boxing. And I think that's the key to win it, right? Uh, show the champion something he's never seen before. Yeah. Make so, um, so yeah, I think that that uh, Sean wins um, probably, especially if we're talking about top ranked judges and all this stuff. Uh, split decision. And Bob, oh yeah, Bob Aaron. Yeah, what do you think, Zaytel? Uh oh, here we go. You don't need to predict something. I know you. Here we go. You never I've been waiting on this for but give us the breakdown. Sean Porter, Terrence Crawford, by Mini Max Kellerman. So I would okay. Terrence he has, <laughs> he has the ability to hurt Sean in a way Sean hasn't been hurt before because even though Spence uh, was a heavy-handed puncher and Thurman in his prime was an explosive puncher, power and speed, Terrence has a sneaky power. He can catch you with a shot you don't see coming. Uh, he he's really is a great counterpuncher. I know it's tough to counterpunch Sean, but I he is in danger of being caught with something he doesn't see coming and being hurt in a way he hasn't been hurt before. Um, I think Crawford, maybe some people, because he's not a big welterweight, they may underestimate his power. He can really punch with both hands. Uh, so, but at the same time, his legs, I haven't seen the real life in his legs being able to move laterally since Jeff Horn and before that Victor Postal. Lately, he's just been just been fighting with these guys, you know, and, and you never know. He could show up against Sean and turn those legs back on like when he was younger. We used to see Floyd Mayweather. He'd fight Cotto. He'd fight Shane Mosley. And, and you'd be like, man, it looks like Floyd's legs are starting to slow down. And then all of a sudden he'd fight Robert Guerrero or Canelo and bang, they're back. And he's able to circle around. So maybe that's what Terrence does. But if at 34 he can't, that's a problem for him because Sean still has his legs. He his footwork is so underrated at this stage. He knows how to step around you to get your angles. He knows how to dart in and out. And he did, if you go back and watch the Ugas fight, he fought off the back foot better than people think he can. With He is an yeah. excellent jab. So I think if Terrence's legs are 
a little stuck in the mud like they have been for for his last couple fights where he's just been engaging with these guys and trying to get them out of there. That really helps Sean. You know, Sean can 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 have maneuver better than him with the footwork. And Terrence, you know, he usually goes southpaw in the third round. And from there on out, he's a southpaw. We'll see if he does that with Sean. If he doesn't, Deshaun has him doing something he normally doesn't do. But should he turn southpaw, the shot that Terrence has always been hit with is the right hand. Whether it was Gamboa or Mean Machine or Benavidez, these guys have gotten him with the right hand. And I've seen from Sean, going back to the Spence fight, he knows how to throw that right hand against the southpaw. So, and, and uh, you know, give, you know, maybe give, you know, just give it a little peek because I've been in camp. Sean's throwing heat in the gym. Uh, you know, the, he's not he's not throwing these these quick combinations, trying to get off five, six, seven. But he's still got that in his arsenal. He's doing it. But I see him more and more trying to sit down and make his shots count, you know, go with a hard, uh, hard two punch combination um, rather than running off the combination. So I think he could have a lot of success with his right hand against Terrence Crawford and Crawford turns southpaw um, and go. So so that's where I'm at with it. You know, I could see both guys winning the fight. Um I think I, I, I totally understand Terrence being the favorite based on what he's shown. I, yeah. I do you gotta wonder. Uh Sean, we know is 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 just a dog, is as hungry as ever, but he's had his opportunities to fight on this big stage, and that's gonna help him experience-wise. But what if Terrence is a little more hungry for this fight because he's been waiting for it for so long and he's finally getting this opportunity? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, may the best man win, you know, just props to our guy, Sean Porter, for being yeah. the, the man to step up and, and make this fight happen. This fight's happening not because of uh, PBC yeah. or top rank or, or even really Terrence Crawford. This fight's happening because of Sean Porter. So he did this. This yeah. is good for sport. So let's yeah. see it. And to everyone that to everyone that thought Sean was going to get washed by Errol Spence, you thought Errol was going to knock him out. It wasn't oh, going to yeah. be close. Sean won that shame, fight. Shame, yeah, shame Sean won, won that fools. fight. A lot of Sean won that fight. What were you going to say, Ant? I said yeah, Sean won that fight. Uh, I, I, I got you. I got you. Uh, to play devil's advocate, Terrence Crawford uh, look is a hell of a fighter. 100%. Shout out to Floyd Mayweather. Hell of a fighter. Uh, counter punches out of this world. And shots like that is what worries me. And I always, I, that's kind of what I tell Sean. When, if I'm Terrence, once you get inside, I'm tying your ass up. I'm forcing a reset every time. I'm not just going to let you get inside and get off on me. But Sean Porter also knows how not to get held. So that's the worst. You know, and you know you know who taught him some tricks about not getting held? Uh-oh. One, one sugar, sugar Shane Mosley. Oh, man. Uh, who was af- that? Af- after the Kell Brook fight, I know yeah. there were videos yeah. where he was he was in hey, there and he was kind of teaching him how to get out of hey, it. Hey, 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 man, we're giving up the whole game plan. No, I that was, those were you. That was on YouTube. <laughs> but that, was, that was not an in, that was not my insight. But the right shame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, that's right. That's right. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's gonna be great though. Hell of a that's gonna be a fight, man. Yeah. We could get twelve rounds of the, one of the greatest fights we ever seen. Yeah. Honestly. It's going to take something special for whoever wins. Whoever wins that yeah. fight had, had a great night. Well, one thing I love about this, too, is that uh, that Sean has said publicly that he's he wants to go, he wants to knock Terrence out. And I haven't really seen – I haven't really heard that much from, from Sean before. And the fact that he's saying this and this is to him is like the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? He's not taking this lightly. He's taking this like – I ain't never been here before, I, and I, I haven't I haven't performed on the big stage like the Earl Spence fights, like the the um, Kelbrook Kelbrook fight. You know what I mean? Exactly. I did I didn't perform like I want to, and I'm gonna do it now. And so that's an exciting thing, especially as a fan. You're like, okay, we know that that Terrence is gonna bring it. Now we 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 know that Sean's gonna bring it, and they've been talking about knocking each other out. We we want to see this fight. You know what I mean? That's what boxing needs. I'm telling fans right now, he is not, he is still pissed off about the Earl Smith fight. He's trying even harder, putting in more rounds, hitting harder, running harder. He, he, Sean has something to prove. Yeah, this is going to be the, this will be the best, this will be the best Sean Porter that we've seen. So, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be exciting. A couple weeks out. And like I said, you probably won't see us next week, but we might have a little something for you, but stay tuned for that. But, but we'll, 
What would be but, beautiful? You guys, like Ant said, you know, he's not, not still not happy about the Spence fight. Like Shane said, still didn't quite get what he wanted in those big fights. One thing that'd be beautiful about this if Sean wins is in other sports, all the time you get the teams that get close to the championship and they come just short and they come just short and then they finally break through and it's it's this great moment. You see that in other sports. You don't see that in boxing usually. Right. You don't see a guy uh, uh, fight the big fights and come up just short and then in, in his third or fourth try, he wins the big, he wins like the Super Bowl. And, right, right. and I think I think that'd be special uh for Sean, if he wins, you know, you just don't see that often in boxing. So it's something you get in other sports, but not not in this game. Yeah. So we're gonna have to call Kevin game. Garnett back and, yeah. and say anything is possible. Shout out to the big time, but yeah, but now buy the pay per view, tune in, uh, and tune into the podcast. Stay tuned. See, if we got anything next week, but uh, uh, should I do it? Should I do it? Yeah, you'll find no, us. No, if you're coming to the fight and you see Carson and you don't like him, smack him for me. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, there was I'll, there there was a, a to close. There was a, a little skirmish in the Browns game today. So the players are oh, all pushing, and there's uh-huh. a guy in the background dancing. And I was like, if this, if there's ever fisticuffs at one of Sean's fights, expect me to be the dancing guy in the background, just keeping the elbows up and just <laughs> keeping my face covered. But uh, yeah, no, should I do what Sean usually does? Sean Zaitel, Anthony Bernard, the Sugar Man, Shane Mosley yeah. Jr., and Carson. That's Knight. right, but. Stay tuned. Peace out. What's up? I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Ant. Follow me on IG. Ant with two T's. This is the Porterway Podcast. This is Anthony Brunal. And this is Carson A. Merck. Tell them what to do. Hey, like, subscribe, comment, follow follow us on all social media platforms. <laughs> subscribe. I'm from Louisiana. I'll talk with a B. Let's do all it. Right, Let's do it again. Let's all do right. it. Just introduce yourself. Okay. And then tell them, and then you tell them what to do. Like, comment, subscribe. Hey, this is our outro. We're going to do it how we want to. I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Anthony Breno. Carson A. Merck. Like, subscribe, comment. This is the Porter Way. A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for laughter, self-reflection, and a breath of fresh air. All Trails Plus helps you plan your next hike so you can relax and enjoy the journey. Discover new trails near you with the Distance Away feature and get immersive trail previews and offline maps so you can take those exciting first steps with confidence. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23.